0: So look at this, there's a bump right This is Protect the Den, produced in Orem, Utah and found on YouTube, Twitter, and all podcast locations. Oh, my my Here are your hosts, Jared Ivins and Bryce Larson. Welcome you into this week's Protect the Den. We're very excited to be here. I am, of course, your host, Jared Ivins, alongside... Bryce Larson. Now, just to get started so you don't think we're weird, we both bought these shirts.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Last week, I was wearing that shirt. His shirt, though. But it's a different shirt. This one's mine. And then the same color of shirt Jared was wearing last week. They had a sale. So, yeah, don't think we're just sharing shirts. We're not... yeah we're not but anyways
0: however you're joining us whether that's on twitter youtube any podcast location we are very glad and we're very excited for today's show we're kind of switching things up a little bit with how we're going to do the show going forward
1: yeah we are we're switching it up a little bit we're gonna do less of recaps we're gonna do more of our own thoughts really yeah and that's what we
0: we wanted originally
1: yeah and so now we're gonna we're gonna see how this one goes we've also got a couple new props on set got the flag behind us i like it it's a nice touch
0: yeah we're trying to add more and more to the set each week get more little knickknacks this week we got a mild high school tennis racket I like. did it. you know you could play third singles jv in high school tennis at cottonwood i did not yeah. know yeah anyways <laughs> for our show rundown today we are going to talk about we're going to give you our headlines going to go over the, this week's brand new Wolverine of the Week, talk about Kobe Bryant and the, the terrible passing of him and his daughter and the seven others that were um, killed in that deadly accident. We're going to compare who has the greatest Mamba mentality and who is most like Kobe Bryant on UVU teams right now. Go over who we think UVU's biggest rival is and how we think we can increase attendance at UVU games and finish it off with our bold predictions.
1: So, so we have a great lineup for you today, but how about we jump right into the headlines?
0: Perfect. Let's see it, Bryce. All
1: right. Men's basketball. Huge 73-69 to 69 win on the road at Grand Canyon on Saturday. You know that this was the first time that UVUs won at Grand Canyon since 2014, since they've been in the WAC.
0: That's crazy. That's it's 2020.
1: Cr- yeah. I mean, a new it's decade. It's been a long time. It's such a hard place to play at Grand Canyon. We've seen what they've been able to create in that environment, which we'll great talk about in a little bit. But. Yeah. Uh, anyways, they're nine and thirteen overall, three and four in the whack now. They're um, you know, TJ Washington led UVU with twenty four points. Isaiah White had his third double double of the year, and E Man Emmanuel Japoke had four blocked shots. So really an all around great team effort by the Wolverines Everyone in that win down. Played Grand super Canyon. well. Yeah, it was awesome. They will play California Baptist tonight, Wednesday, January 29th at 7 p.m. You can watch that on the WAC Digital Network, or you could just show up at the UCCU Center and be loud.
0: 7 p.m., you need to be there. All right, second headline, women's basketball. They played at California Baptist today. Um, it was this morning at 11 a.m. our time, Mountain Time, and they lost 80-67. to 67. So they're eight and twelve overall. Now, after starting five and zero in whack play, they've dropped three consecutive back-to-back games. Um, you remember two la- last week, two games ago, they had a tough buzzer-beating loss. Um, we were there that game. They played really well. It was awesome to see the intensity that Dan Nielsen had. Yeah. But a really sad way to to lose. Right. Um, last week, um, they were, they were up by four at halftime today, and they did not hold on to that lead in the second half. Um, Jordan Holland led the way with 20 points and 14 rebounds, and she went 11 for 12 from the free throw line. So a really great game from Jordan Holland. Like we said last week, she surpassed that great record of scoring. and She's continuing it today.
1: Yeah, and, you know, elementary day has not been kind to the Lady Wolverines. They've lost both times. They had elementary day in Orem last week when they lost that game. Now at Cal Baptist, they also had elementary day today. And it's they, not working they out. lost, so we'll, we'll try and get away from the elementary days. The and then kids are not bringing women, good luck. The women are going to get rolling again, I promise.
0: Yeah, Dan, Dan Nielsen, he did it earlier in the season. He's going to do it again. Yeah, he will. they respond.
1: All right, track and field. Larry Still and Adrian Jones named WAC Athletes of the Week. Jones set the fastest time in, in the WAC in the mile at 414. It's incredible. And took gold in that event. It's incredible. That's so that fast. That is awesome. Uh, still shattered the UVU record, the UVU school record, mm. in the pole vault by nearly a foot. He cleared – by clearing five point three, five point thirty 5.30 meters. That's a hundred and yeah. – uh, okay, that's 17 feet. That, that's incredible. Inches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He he leads the whack this entire season. He's now ranked 16th in the
1: nation for that pole vault. That's – That's a big one. He leads the WAC this season. That's crazy. Congratulations on that school record.
0: Yeah, way to bring home those gold medals, guys. That's that's incredible. And being named WAC Athletes of the Week is really incredible. A big honor. Anytime that you have it, yeah. And we've had some great Wolverines that have been named these high prestigious awards in, in the WAC this year. So we're very excited and proud of them. Moving on to wrestling. Taylor Lamont named Big 12 Wrestler of the Week which is also really incredible considering how competitive the Big 12 in wrestling has been this season. We broke that down a couple episodes ago. Um, In other news and and headlines for wrestling, Matt Finley is out for the season with an injury. He had a breakout year last year going 17-4 on the season and had a trip to the NCAA championships. He was recovering from injury and then re-injured, and he'll he'll be out for the rest of the season. So we're very sad for Matt. All right, jumping into this week's. Brand new Wolverine of the Week. This is obviously our favorite segment.
1: Oh yeah, I love this segment.
0: This is something we Especially
1: this week. I don't know. I feel like it's just it's it's more special this week because of who it is and, and where this person has come from and how their career with UVU has gone.
0: Yeah. And this week's Wolverine of the Week is no one else other than Bradley Kitchen. Congratulations, Bradley. We're very excited for you and, and how that happened. Um, it was an incredible journey that you've had. And, and let's check out this video that at GoUVU tweeted on Twitter as you receive your scholarship this week. We have an announcement. There's a serious announcement. Um, Brad, you've been busting your tail. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, my oh, god.
1: Didn't You have earned yourself. Yeah! yeah! Bradley, that, that's pretty amazing. What a celebration in the locker room, man. I just, like I just love those videos. Whack. I love those videos. They just go in and you get a scholarship. You get a scholarship. Everybody gets Can we get one? I don't think so. For what? I'd love a scholarship. <laughs> they wouldn't give us one for anything. <laughs> Congratulations, Bradley. He is a senior this year. Yeah. He's from Springville, Utah. My man was a the manager on the basketball team. Yeah. Walked on to the basketball team. Now look at this. He's got a scholarship. Congratulations on all of your hard work and everything that you've put in. This one actually is, one, is probably my favorite Wolverine of the week. Good. Mm.
0: That's really awesome. Yeah. You're joining Elite Company, the likes of your coach and other coaches at UVU and other amazing athletes. So now we're going to shift gears a little bit and, and, and talk about the unfortunate and terrible passing of Kobe Bryant that occurred this week um, on Sunday with his daughter Gianna, yeah. Gigi. And also seven others, including a college basketball, or sorry, college baseball coach and his wife and daughter, and obviously the pilot, all of these families that were affected. And, you know, for me, Bryce, this, this affected me more than I thought it would. Yeah. You know, growing up, I, I hated Kobe Bryant. He, he was the reason I went to bed crying so much <laughs> uh, when he beat the Jazz. But now, you know, this week is more emotional and more going to bed crying. But this time for obviously the exact wrong reasons
1: yeah and it was really it really was sad you know this was one of those days where it's like you'll we'll look down the road and we'll say where were you that day where were you that day when when kobe passed away mm. when that terrible accident happened also the thing that has gotten me so much is that how many young people were on that helicopter. Yeah. Sure. It had Kobe Bryant and everybody is saying, you know, Kobe Bryant has passed away. We're all sad. Everybody's sad about that. What I'm more sad about is his daughter, Gianna and all of her teammates as well. She had yeah. already verbally committed to go play basketball at UConn and she's 13 years old. Yeah. So she had a a great future ahead of her. And that was all taken away because of, well, we don't exactly know the investigation's still going on, but all because of, you know, a sad incident that that happened. Yeah. So that really that's that's what really hurt me. Not as much as, you know, Kobe had a great life, had a great career, had, you know, beautiful family and everything going for him. And that's really sad that it was taken away, but I think it's more sad that that Gianna got all of her future dreams taken yeah. away. And then her brother her her sisters, her siblings have to grow up knowing that her their parents their dad and sister passed away.
0: Yeah, it's, it's terrible for the family, and you think of the other
1: girls as well. Yeah.
0: All of those on on the plane, they're not going to be able to go to college. Right. They're, they're not, not going to be able, able to get married. They're
1: not going to be able to have a boyfriend have and children. be able to, to you know, have do fun things that school teenagers do. Things do. that
0: they were already doing and planning to continue to do. It's, yeah. it's really terrible. And many UVU players and alumni were affected by this terrible tragedy. Um, we know Ronnie Price, former UVU Wolverine and in the Hall of Fame for UVU. Um, he played 12 seasons in the NBA. Um, one of those seasons he played with Kobe Bryant. He was on the same team um, for the 2014 2015 season.
1: Yeah, and that it's got to be so hard Along with you know Mark Madsen, of course, Mark Madsen was a coach. he also played for the Lakers. yeah, he played with Kobe and then also he coached Kobe. so he's he was really close to him and um, it's just really an unfortunate circumstance and it's super hard to see these people who actually knew kobe not just his fans like yeah all of his fans are heartbroken but those people that had the personal relationships with kobe bryant every day who knew who he was traveled with him, and how great a person he was actually
0: and going off on that this is what um, mark madsen had to say on the passing of kobe bryant
1: i I have a lot of different emotions and feelings but i think the biggest one is just I, I feel so sad for his family because Kobe loved his his wife and daughter so much, so much. He, he lived for his family. And uh, it's a hard day. It's a hard day. He lived for his family.
0: Truly a, a terrible event, and we can see it physically was hard and very emotional for Mark Madsen to go through that, and, and that's something that obviously affected him and affects him. Um, it affects and his, all of us. His
1: whole family, too. Definitely, because they, they were all. around that environment. Yeah. His wife and everybody. It's really sad. Exactly.
0: Well, m- moving on to our, our next topic, we're going to talk about Kobe and his game now and how that is shown in the players that play at UVU today. Um, so, Bryce, which player in your
1: mind is most like Kobe Bryant that plays for UVU? For me, you know – it's kind of this topic kind of is it's hard to say because Kobe Bryant was so unique on his own. Yeah. Such a unique player. It's hard to say okay, yeah, this person plays just like Kobe. But in certain aspects of the game, you can see how Kobe has has rubbed off on these younger generation players, how they they all idolize him, you know. They always say when I was younger, I would imagine myself playing against Kobe or with Kobe or being Kobe. Reenacting Kobe
0: with the fadeaway on the
1: court or, or in the halls, however yeah, it is. All of the above. You know. But the one player that plays for UVU at this time that I think is somewhat like Kobe, I can't say he's exactly like him, uh, but one who reminds me of Kobe would be Isaiah White. Mm. And the reason being is because my man Isaiah, he knows how to take over the game when, when UVU needs him. This guy knows how to put the ball in the bucket. And the reason why I think he's so much like Kobe is because he's so well-rounded. He can drive to the lane and get a bucket in the paint. He can step out and hit a three. And that well-rounded ability of Isaiah White to be able to play that kind of basketball, it's all-around basketball, I think that's what reminds me most of Kobe on the floor right now in Orem.
0: For me, when I think of Kobe Bryant, I think of maybe not his moves per se, he had incredible footwork or or the the fadeaway jump shot that he killed with so many teams. He won games that way. But when I'm thinking of Kobe, I think of that Mamba mentality that is now more prevalent than ever Right. of that go-and-get-yourself-a-bucket mentality. And when I think of that, the person I think of is T.J. Washington. T.J. Washington, when it's time that UVU is in need of a bucket, he will get that for the team. Mm Mm-hmm. And I say for the team, not for himself. We, we saw it when um, when UVU played UTRGV. Um, he got that bucket. Right. Isaiah yeah. White was the one that got the layup, you remember. Yep. That game-winning layup. But TJ had the ball in his hand, went Floor all the way general, down the court. What did you say? Yeah, 100%. And that's how Kobe was. He was in charge of the court. He knew where his players were. He always didn't yeah. give the ball to them. But he did when it mattered most. <laughs> right. you know, we saw it throughout the years with Shaq. He would lob it up to Shaq, perfect timing, or then transferred to Pau Gasol, and then moved into different generational players. Mm-hmm. But at, uh, at this time, I think that is definitely T.J. Washington.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that, T.J. Washington being that, that guy who is the floor general. He's the man. you know. But Isaiah White, he's the guy you want the ball in his hands for that last shot. Yeah. And you know the Lakers when Kobe's playing. Kobe was taking the last shot.
0: Didn't matter if he missed it or made it. He was going to take, take the shot. He was going to
1: take the shot. And then every once in a while, if it wasn't there, he would. If he was double-guarded, you know, double-teamed, he'd throw it off to someone who's open, and in that way I could see as well. All right.
0: Shifting gears a little bit for our third topic today, uh, we're going to break down who we think UVU's biggest rival is. Um, We've seen this. Is it BYU? No, it's not.
1: No, you don't think BYU? It's not. The reason why, probably because they don't play. They well, bought, yeah. A couple of years ago, they played in basketball. They played
0: last year at the Marriott Center yeah. um, in, in Provo. And we've seen BYU and UVU play occasionally. And that's honestly who I would prefer is UVU's biggest that rival. That would be
1: awesome. I, proximity is the one thing that creates, that makes rivalries so intense.
0: Well, look at Duke in North Carolina. That's exactly How where How far I was going.
1: away are they? Duke in North Carolina. That's a huge basketball rivalry. Yeah, you could say football. We probably don't see a lot of it just because they're not prevalent football teams. Yeah. But their basketball rivalry is one of the, the biggest rivalries in the nation. And then you have, even with BYU and Utah, sure, they're not in the same conference. And that's kind of what UVU and BYU should emulate, is what I believe. Now, the, the reason being I, I think that they haven't scheduled more games is most likely because UVU did beat BYU that one season. Yeah. And now they're kind of scared that, hey, BYU's getting this good team. They're starting to, you know, get a little bit better. Do we really need that on our resume to have a bad loss? It's not a bad loss, but have it's another, not a, a another... quad
0: two or a quad one loss that they could play in. Right. This uh, preseason before they get in the conference tournament.
1: So there's nothing really to play for when BYU plays.
0: Yeah, look. Looking at it for some
1: that you know, I. It's it, we can go in there I don't and know. beat them. It's one of the greatest UVU basketball games I've ever seen. Is when. UVU plays against BYU.
0: Yeah. The distance between Chapel Hill and Durham, 11 miles. The distance between UVU and BYU, 3.4 miles. Yeah. It would be the, the craziest rivalry,
1: in my opinion. You look at UVU, the, the highest attended. Give them a trophy, man.
0: Attended attended
1: create a trophy, battle for the valley, ba- battle for the county. I don't care what you call it.
0: Yeah. Well, UVU is the highest attended school in the state. U or BYU is not far behind it. They both have over thirty thousand students. That would be so fun to pack either one of the stadiums, UCCU exactly. Center or the Marriott Center, and have this fun rivalry that's played yeah. every year.
1: Love it when BYU comes to the UCCU Center, because I mean,
0: doesn't have not happen often enough. Th- the
1: most, the most that, um, the most attendance that it has for a basketball game yeah. each year right? when they used to play. They have, I don't. It's been a while. It's been a minute, season or two.
0: So if BYU is the ideal rivalry for UVU, who is their current rival, in your opinion?
1: Well, their current rival, um, I mean, it's hard to say current rival because you want to say New Mexico State, but a rivalry requires winning on both sides. UVU has struggled to beat New Mexico State. I mean, yeah. anybody's struggled to beat New Mexico State. They've been
0: dominant America. over the last couple years. They're
1: so good. So I'm going to go with Grand Canyon right now as the biggest rival for UVU just because of recent events that have happened. Um, Grand Canyon, they, I don't know, their fan base is passionate about their basketball. They, they
0: are, and, and we've definitely seen what they've been able to create down there in Arizona. They, they packed that stadium completely full.
1: They say it's the biggest party, the greatest party in basketball and I don't know they have a they definitely have a claim
0: yeah they do and and we've seen what they did on Saturday when u v u went down there to play them last week. They had a paper with u v u players' names and backgrounds and info on them, which some caused a lot of controversy among the media yeah. and upon some fans and players for u v u They were shouting very personal even information. private information, which can be crossing a line in circumstances yeah. Um but I don't even know if any UVU fans or students know about that.
1: Do yeah, do they know how many of the students actually know that the basketball team went down to Grand Canyon and won?
0: And won the first time since 2014 and winning and no, who's talking about it on campus? No one.
1: Exactly. And the thing that gets me is that this is the biggest university in the state of Utah yet the basketball attendance just isn't there.
0: It's the smallest in the state of Utah. Yeah. Weber State, SU, they have more attended games than UVU does.
1: So what's, what do you think? Let's, this is kind of shifting into a new topic here. Definitely. Uh, what do you think about the attendance with UVU, and how do you think UVU can up that attendance?
0: Well, what I think about it is it's pathetic.
1: But the it's attendance that they're the getting is, is
0: not what they deserve not what Mark Madsen deserves, not what these players deserve. They're putting in hours and hours and hours a week every day to exactly. perform to their best ability. And, and they're putting themselves in situations to win. Yes, they lost at home to New Mexico State, but they had a chance. They, they had a chance to bring within 10 or 9, within three minutes left. And imagine a different environment creates it so much harder for those teams to come in and win. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat G, or Grand Canyon – And they have a chance with these new players and new coaches to do something great, but no one's there. So the biggest thing, obviously, to building attendance is winning.
1: Yeah, winning will do a lot for you attendance-wise. One thing that kind of I've thought about as well, there's a lack of students that go to the game. There's not a lot of students that go. Now, that might be because there's – You know, we've talked about the proximity to BYU. A lot of these UVU students are BYU fans. They've grown up BYU fans or Utah fans because they have the bigger athletic programs. But when you go to a school, and I think the biggest thing that students want is fun. They want these games to be fun. They want them to be able to, you know. And the students get in for free, which is something nice. Not all universities get. Well,
0: both the University of Utah, the MUS and BYU – in The Rock, they have to pay for their, their passes. Yep. And UVU gets in for free with their ID.
1: Yep. UVU gets in for free to the games with their, with their ID. So, I mean, all these students, I think the biggest problem is on campus housing. There's yeah, that's what I was There's a real say. lack of on campus housing. What percentage? It's more of a commuter school. But, I mean, when you have 40,000 kids, kids are going to show up if you're winning. 100% is what I'm saying.
0: And if you schedule good enough teams that they want to come.
1: Yeah, and that that will come if you continue to win. You make a splash. You make it to the NCAA tournament. You know, you build that program. Then you can start scheduling these teams that will want to come to Orem. Yeah, they'll have kind of some incentive to go, and and it will help their resume. It'll help UVU's, and they'll be able to up the attendance. Now, the biggest thing that I can think of, as far as students go, is something that I've suggested for a few years: give them a half uh, half a credit for a semester. Somehow you gotta track it. I know, I know Alabama tracks their their attendance through an app mm. where you can check in, check in, and then you have to check in during the game at period. You know, period. Is this for time. students or is this for? This anyone? is for students. Okay, this is for students. Well, so we saw
0: Nick Saban get really mad at the Alabama students for not coming to the games.
1: Yeah, just this, they're this, so this bored earl- of winning earlier this
0: <laughs> season. What do you want? You want a good game or you want to you want to lose? They're dominating every team by forty points.
1: No one's going to show up.
0: Next thing you know, LSU comes in and trounces them. Yeah. It's a little bit off
1: topic, but. So, what I'd suggest half of a credit per semester that students come. If you go to all the games, you get full credit. Just make it a class you can enroll for 5,000, make the class size. I don't know. Something like that. It's something that could, because right now, an automatic fan base would absolutely give this team a jump men's and women's.
0: Yes. Both of them are struggling with attendance. It's not just winning that's the problem. They're, they're winning some games, or they're putting themselves in big there's games. There's been some great
1: games. UTRGV on uh, two Saturdays ago. Game winner. Yeah, there's only probably 300 people at the game. Yeah. The UVU women's game last week where they lost to Cal State Bakersfield. Another great game. Great
0: game all the way down to the wire, and they lost to uh, Eastley, hit a, a game-winning buzzer beater. Not necessarily a good game for UVU because they lost, but an amazing game for basketball fans. And and Bryce, my biggest thing is the housing. What percentage of UVU students live in Provo? They live closer to BYU or they live in Lehigh or they live up in Salt Lake County. They already travel down for classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. They don't want to stay for a game
1: Friday night or or a game Saturday. Well, that's the thing. If they're traveling down for classes, give them half a semester credit and they're going to travel down for basketball games.
0: We've seen it with some schools, and and you can take a a student activities class. You can get credit for playing basketball. You get half a credit every semester. Why not going and watching basketball? Make it a little different. Why
1: not make it a party like GCU? Kind of, you know, emulate it like that. And make it just this fun thing where students can go and relax and get to know each other. I walk through the halls at UVU each day. I don't know I don't really know many. You people. maybe
0: recognize some people you went to high school with, but yeah. that's about it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So there's some there's some ideas that need to be pushed towards the, you know, the athletics program where they can start building that student fan base and have more school pride. Definitely.
0: All right, on to our last topic for today. We're going to go over our bold predictions from last week and give you our bold predictions for this week. And so far, Bryce, we have been struggling.
1: Yeah. Uh, yep, we're still over. for. But, uh, it's a bummer. We're, we're goose-egging right now.
0: My bold prediction last week was that E-Man, Emmanuel Olegopoki, will have four blocks versus County State Bakersfield. He did not.
1: Yeah, but he did have five Versus UTRGV, you just chose the wrong game.
0: And he had four against Grand Canyon. Yeah. So I was close.
1: Yeah, you uh, you're on the right track, but I told you it wasn't gonna happen.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine from last week, I I definitely thought the women's basketball team was gonna pull through for me, because I was sick of getting let down by the men. So um, maybe you need to
0: make bold predictions, not. A- any more about things? You should make them on something completely different. I don't know. Are you bringing the bad I'd, karma? I'm bad gonna luck?
1: I'm gonna go with wrestling next week. I'm probably think we gotta
0: get them to win.
1: Uh, women's basketball. I said they've only scored seventy five points or more in a game in four time four games this season. So what I obviously said was they were gonna score seventy five or more points in their win against CSUB, and I might have jinxed them. 'Cause they only scored fifty three and they lost 55-53. Yep. And it, that ended their seven game win streak. So I I apologize, women's basketball. It's
0: his fault. Blame him.
1: Yep. I I chose you and I I'm <laughs> you used let to him getting, down. I'm used to getting let down, but I probably jinxed them as well. <laughs> so we're both in this together. Let's let's talk about this week. Let's keep our heads up. We're gonna do this. I'm pull out with the win.
0: My bold predictions for this week. UVU men's basketball will win both games. Um, they play Cal Baptist tonight at home, and they play Seattle University at home on Saturday. So UVU will go 2-0 and 0 this week. At home, in, It's huge in conference play. We've seen how the, how the WAC is pretty close. Those middle yeah. four or the three teams. The middle of the
1: pack teams, very close. <coughs> and it's going to be great me. for seeding as well. In the yeah, yeah because
0: right now some of them are 4-3, and three, like Seattle's 4-3, and three, UVU on the other end three and 4 You win that game on Saturday, you win... Tonight and you went on Saturday. Suddenly it's four and four. We're talking a whole different seating going into the tournament in just a couple weeks. What about you, Bryce? What is your bold prediction?
1: My bold prediction: Utah Valley University. They average fourteen point three turnovers. This is the men's basketball team I'm talking about here. Fourteen point three turnovers per game this season, which is quite a bit. Their opponents. Well, their opponents are averaging thirteen. Yeah, thirteen point five a game. So there's. It's not too much of it, but it's still 14.5 turnovers per game is pretty. It's quite a bit. Uh, in their win against Grand Canyon on Saturday, they only had eight turnovers, and that's actually been a key to their winning this season is being under 10, under that 10 mark. My bold prediction is that in both of these next two games – Not just one. Not just one, but bold. both of these next two games, they're going to stay under 10 turnovers a game. Okay. Whether it's win or lose, they'll be under 10 turnovers a game. I believe that that's something that Mark Madsen and this men's basketball team – has been working on this season. Yeah. They're going to be under that ten. It, it's fundamentals. Yeah. You know
0: that that's something huge. That's kind of a mental it's game a big as well. Staff. You got
1: to be able to take care of the ball, know where you're passing it, dribbling. Yeah. it to. If a team scores a two point bucket on every turnover you it's have, and you're averaging points. fourteen points or fourteen turnovers a game,
0: twenty eight plus. Yeah, that's twenty eight plus. You can't give them those second chances those third, points. fourth chances to get those buckets. All right, jumping once again into our headlines for this week, men's basketball on Saturday had a huge 73-69 win on the road at Grand Canyon on Saturday, 9-13 and 13 overall, 3-4 and four in WAC play. It's their first win in Grand Canyon Arena um, since the 2014 season when they won the regular season championship. The Rowdy Havocs. TJ Washington led UVU with 24 points. Isaiah White had his third double-double of the year, and E-man Olajapoki had four blocked shots. They take on Cal Baptist tonight at 7 o'clock at home.
1: You can catch that in person. Show up. We're not telling you where to watch it. We just talked about attendance. Please go. You need to get out. Let's go. All right. Women's basketball just barely played today at Cal Baptist. They lost another school game to 67. And once again, we talked about another elementary game. Didn't go well for them. They're now 8-12, and 5-3 in the WAC. Uh, after starting 5-0 and 0 in conference play, they've lost their last three games.
0: Brutal little stretch they're on. Yeah,
1: so they need to flip that back around. Um, I'm sorry I jinxed you once again, but go Lady Wolverines. They'll be back in action on Saturday, I believe, at Seattle.
0: Yeah. Track and field, Larry Still and Adrian Jones were named WAC athletes for the week. Jones said the fastest time in the WAC this year... And ever in the mile at 4 minutes and 14 seconds. That's incredible. Yeah, that is. He won gold in that event. That's Holland. And he also. Four times around that track. <laughs> it's incredible time. He also won gold in the 3,000 meters. Um, still, Larry Still, he shattered the UVU school record for the pole vault with, uh, with an incredible 5.3 meter pole vault. That's 17 feet 4 inches.
1: Yeah, I obviously didn't know how to say that earlier in the show. It's all right. I got a little mixed up. We'll forgive Bryce. (laughs) Um, That leads the WAC all season, sets the record for the
0: WAC, and that is the 16th in the nation. So we're very excited and happy for Larry Still and Adrian Jones. Uh, Once again, the WAC Athletes of the Week.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to go on record here and say a couple weeks ago I promised that our math was going to be better, but it obviously hasn't been. Hasn't improve, improved. Maybe our
0: math, our math has gotten better, but it's not
1: our just the numbers game. Man. Yeah, we're The numbers, numbers game. We got to
0: go inside the numbers a little bit more with these these teams. Maybe that'll help us.
1: Let's jump into wrestling. <laughs> Taylor Lamont named Big Twelve Wrestler of the Week. Huge, huge accolade for him. Yeah, incredible. Big Twelve is a absolutely wonderful conference to be in for wrestling. Very prestigious. Love being that affiliate. Very competitive. Matt Finley is out for the season with an injury, though. Yeah, he had an incredible really, season last year. It's Such a bummer because you know injuries really just they're, they're not. They fun. suck. They suck. They really do. They do.
0: He 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 was seventeen and four last season with a trip to the NCAA championships.
1: Yeah, big wrestler for the for UVU. And yeah, it's just a, a big loss. So hopefully the recovery path is good, and we wish the best for Matt Finley and, and his family as well.
0: We're very grateful for however, however you joined us today on this wonderful show, um, whether it's on any podcast location, on YouTube or Twitter, however you're seeing this or occupying it. We're so grateful, so excited. Once again, please comment, subscribe, rate us, leave us honest feedback because we're trying to grow this show. We're trying to grow the awareness of UVU sports. Um, like we broke down today, we need to increase attendance at basketball games. We need to increase attendance Give at all thoughts, sports and If general. you have
1: ideas about how... know the athletic department can be able to promote sports yeah just throw them at us let us hear it
0: anything you want to see on the show or that you'd like us to do please let us know as well and uh, we're we're very excited once again we're we're grateful for our production crew as well as those that make this possible and we'll see you right back here next week until then protect the den.